0: Bruce Willis was dead the whole time There were two killers Luke, that's your daddy The robot did it Snake was a good guy
1: He really wasn't cheating They was in purgatory
0: the whole time What? Everybody dies Verbal Kent is of so safe
1: They killed old Yala
0: Oh my God Everybody in this Tyler Perry movie got spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout tips premium podcast network i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host
1: Karen,
0: and we are here to review a movie you've either seen don't ever plan on seeing or don't care about us spoiling because we spoiled the movie and uh this is a movie that came out a long time ago uh we actually watched it on streaming Uh, it came out in 2020, right around, you know, in the middle of the pandemic when we weren't going to the theaters. Okay,
1: and that makes sense why we watched part of it and was just like, you know what? (laughs) It was just so much happening at the time.
0: Uh, the movie is, uh, Onward. It's a Pixar animation movie directed by Dan Scanlon. Uh, written by dan scanlon starring a cavalcade of uh just heavy hitter stars yes sir. we'll get into that i'm sure uh tom holland chris pratt julia louis dreyfus octavia spencer um ali wong lena waith tracy Oman, <laughs> wilmer valderrama uh before he was canceled uh so yeah it's just it just got a huge like a a, a lot a big big star studded cast uh, we'll get into your feedback that you left on Transformers Rise of the Beast after we finish our review uh, and you know how we do we talk about what we like what we didn't like and we score from 0 to 5 the storyline in the suburban fantasy world two teenage elf brothers Ian and Barley Lightfoot go on a journey to discover if there is still a little magic left out there in order to spend one last day with their father who died when they were too young to remember him. Like any good quest, their journey is filled with magic spells, cryptic maps, impossible obstacles, and unimaginable discoveries. When the boy's fearless mom, Laurel, realizes that her sons are missing, she teams up with legendary winged lion scorpion, former warrior the manticore and heads off to find them perilous curses aside this one magical day can mean more than any of them ever dreamed all right karen let's start with it give me something you liked
1: uh it was colorful
0: mm, it took mine
1: Damn. yes I, I i'm sorry to, to steal your thunder but i i must say colorful <laughs> first this time it was bright it was colorful the colors were was the thing that i um, like the colors actually moved the storyline along it was just you look at something and it flowed into something else and that flowed into something else the colors were everything in this one
0: yeah and I'll just expand on that before I get to mine. but it's not just like the colors are just the world but like the magical spells they had mm. um the um you know the character design of the car of the, the creatures because this is a world where everybody is like a mythological creature, but then supposedly they've all like let technology take over and they lost the magic ways and they don't do fantasy and adventure anymore. It's just a mundane, might as well be a human world with the amount of just like stuff they do. You know, it's like they, yeah, you're, you're, you're a centaur, but you don't run like a horse. You hop in a car and drive, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, the character designs and the way they, you know, do like a elf or a manticore or, or you know a troll or whatever, and like the amount of different creatures and, and, and monsters and and characters throughout this also is where the color shines, you know, because because they're different colors too. Mm-hmm. Another thing I'll add and is just the brotherly message, mm-hmm. you know, it really was heartfelt to me. Um, you know the idea of the one feeling like he's a fuck both of them feel like they're fuck ups in different ways the one having like pretty bad anxiety and all this stuff and I love that message at the end about like you know the one brother died before he really got to know his dad and said you know it, this journey was not really about them both seeing their dad for the last time it was really about the older one being able to say goodbye because when his dad got sick he never got to say goodbye to him and so i thought that was like a really sweet moment but also like you know and when in that line you know feel like the whole movie is in the crux of that one line where he says um you know i didn't i might not have had a dad but i i had you and it's like oh that was sweet so i really like the the brother relationship
1: yeah and to kind of piggyback on a brother relationship it was more about just being yourself mm-hmm. and accepting kind of like your family how it's created as you know what i'm saying for for what they're worth and see you know because so so much this movie just emphasized on People look at other people's weaknesses, particularly in families, on how they fuck up and how they don't get it right. And sometimes you never find out why they actually do the things they do and why they process it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people don't want to share. And sometimes people can be wrapped up in their own world. They don't even waste the time to ask. They just be like, oh, you're just an ass and that's just the end. But no, things and decisions come from a foundation of something. People just don't behave in ways just because. So I really do appreciate them like on being yourself because like the driving when they were driving because they never drove before and he was like i'm not ready and he bought up something which is true you'll never be ready i was like that's right. absolutely true sometimes you just have to jump out there and it's you know basically like you said you had one brother with anxiety and the other brother was like fuck it you know yeah. type of thing and then when you're <coughs> like oh okay you're like this because you was like i never got to tell my dad bye and fear froze me so i'm not gonna allow fear to prevent me from doing anything
0: yeah um so that was yours yep
1: yeah, yeah, yeah like i said it was kind of piggyback okay on yours. It's cool.
0: i, I just want to make sure i don't want to skip you is my okay point. yes okay um <clears throat> i also thought it was funny mm-hmm. um the 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 fairies the, the biker the fairy biker gang <laughs> cracked what me up hilarious um <clears throat> the manicore like getting her courage back and realizing she was still her and going on this adventure the pawn shop uh like it just had like a lot of little funny moments in there for me um and i you know i know they were like kid cartoon kind of funny stuff but you know it worked for me the this and then uh, all the like times that the magic spells didn't go right as he was learning the magic um especially the spell where he was lying um and when he accidentally shrunk his brother when he was trying to make the gasoline bigger like it was stuff like that that actually really um was very funny to me um and it just i don't know i caught myself laughing out loud at some of these like gags and stuff in this movie and and so i had to give it credit It, it was funny
1: i like the fact and this is a big thing for me and i think it's a lot of it is because i'm older and i'm looking at it through older eyes i really appreciate they didn't freeze the mom mm-hmm. and the mom actually did something and she actually helped right and it wasn't all dependent on the stepdad right you know like like they kind of did it kind of together somewhat but the bulk of it was the mom and i like the fact that she was like, okay i believe you let's go you know what I'm saying like she's like let's go save my kids like who gives a fuck like like, like I'm trying to save my children you know right. so I really appreciate her with the sword and being brave and even she had to tell herself i'm brave you know because you she, you know you're facing things you never faced before then at the end you know that was an adventurous side in her that came out and she was like well yeah i must i like this shit so i'm gonna start you know doing things more like this so in the end literally everybody finds themselves from, like you said the stepdad going what the fuck am i in a car for i can fucking gallop yeah you know so and i really appreciate that
0: yeah i i I did as well um uh, another thing i I like the action like you know it's a kids movie and there's not like killing type violence but there's still like funny violence funny hijinks like the 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 learning to drive the the van and merging into all the traffic and stuff um you know the the last fight with like the 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 school concrete dragon yes um, they had
1: the face of the mascot it was just like moving yeah. his face around <laughs> yeah. it, it was hilarious
0: like the action was pretty compelling and pretty cool like i said cartoony violence like you never feel like anyone's in true like danger or right. gonna be like you know still for kids but yeah man the, the action scenes uh were pretty good uh anything else for Uh
1: my last thing and you may have hit on this i think you may have i like the creature design oh, you yeah, know I just did. J- yeah j- just the design of the uh, creatures themselves and things like that and i really appreciate them and uh excuse me i know you said this uh was saying how like these are magical creatures and like you had fairies that literally couldn't fly they was riding motorcycles and shit and they yeah. was like you can fly you know (laughs) type of shit so it was really really cool and also I appreciate them a tradition being passed down so basically the father passed down a lot of his traditions to the oldest son and the oldest son was literally passing down the traditions to to his brother and I appreciate him like he might not have known it all. He didn't even have the power, but he understood the spells and knew about the spells and things like that. And so it was one of those things where he was so focused on him quote unquote fucking up when he was actually kind of helping him along in his own unique way
0: yeah i I love that stuff and i think um my last one is kind of on the same thing which is just it had a lot of cute mythology and stuff in it you know it took all the tropes that we've seen and all the other fantasy stuff you know curses and dragons and wizards and magic and all that stuff and it just kind of was like all right we know about these things but it sprinkled them all throughout the uh entire like plot you know and and the trope of like basically people have forgotten excuse me people have forgotten how to use magic it worked so i liked all that let's talk about what we didn't like give me something you didn't like if there was anything Mm
1: -mm.
0: okay i got a couple things um it's a little long i think this was an hour and 40 minutes we watched it kind of like in parts you know right which normally for a pixar film they don't clock that long but i think this was during an era where like excuse me I felt like Pixar was getting a little away from what Pixar used to do because you know Disney had had bought them and said right. hey we need movies every year or whatever and this is not a movie that I feel like Pixar wouldn't have made this more feels to me like a movie that maybe Pixar put puts out a couple years later and After it's today. shorter or something like yeah, that Yeah,
1: they've kind of refined it and yeah and and and, and, and... Done things too, and it was good. I I absolutely enjoyed it, but yeah, I could see. It's a little long to me. Yeah, I, I think it could
0: have they could have accomplished the same thing in about n- like ninety minutes, yes. and especially with the fact that this didn't start with like a twenty minute, ten minute short. Because a lot of times Pixar movies give you like a short, then you get the movie, and I feel like it's kind of a, a, a film stuck, unfortunately um not just because it's a pandemic but it's a kind of a film that's stuck between audiences because unlike a lot of pixar films which work on both levels like for kids and adults mm-hmm. this one feels more like it's kind of was for adults because it's so long yeah. and the themes are like a little bit heavier yeah and the plot is a little bit more like drawn out and yeah and, then
1: for smaller children yeah, yeah yeah i i i and I could see that, and yeah, when you talk about limp I think that might be why we watched it and paused It was like, well, we'll come back to it, yeah
0: cause it starts slow, it yes, starts yeah, I like will normally, give it Pixar gives you like a ten minute like upfront like funny cute little something, and then they just throw you kinda in the middle of the movie, yeah, it did
1: start and this slow. one
0: you know, and I think it was more it just felt more adult oriented even though it's definitely a kid's movie, mm-hmm. uh the dead parent trope you know it's it's definitely like heavy in all the Disney Pixar like yeah, type of stuff a a
1: mom somebody, somebody yeah. a guardian and, yes and
0: this one it was like a central figure was the fact that you know it's just the father's not there and they don't know him they didn't really get to meet him and you really don't get to meet him in this film like for all the stuff they go through it becomes like on the back burner Mm-hmm. so it was kind of like a weird decision that it doesn't work out to where like they get to spend a, a few minutes with the dad or we have a scene where he even if, where we see him say he loves them or he's proud of the other one and i you know i get the point they were trying to make but after you go through an hour and 40 minutes you almost kind of expect that something you know yeah,
1: now that's true i i i did expect something even if it was just one brother right for us to see their conversation
0: something right
1: okay okay and 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 that was kind of the reward but yeah i do agree it did start off really super slow i remember yeah why we paused it because i because i was like why is this dragging
0: yeah and I, i i guarantee you if we wouldn't have paused it and come back to it literally two years three years later which is so funny to say but if we wouldn't have done that i feel like my score would be lower Me too, because yeah. i just remember that that dragging feeling and being like i don't is this even good and then uh, you know why honestly we watched it the perfect way just skip 20 minutes into the film and just start watching from there mm-hmm. and it, and it's actually a pretty good film if you do look at it that way the last thing i'll say is well, actually I kind of already said it. It, it it's be, the length and the the length, the subject matter and not having to like thing up front. It doesn't feel like a Pixar film. At one point when I finished it I like looked to see if maybe it had said um, like DreamWorks or somebody another (laughs) studio
1: yeah I could see DreamWorks yeah
0: and then when I but I was like I don't know why I think this is Pixar but when I looked it up on IMDb so we could talk about it you know it's right there big and bright Disney Pixar and I was like oh damn I guess it was a Disney Pixar film but it didn't it didn't give me that same vibe as a Disney Pixar film but you know yeah
1: yeah, and I do maybe it's just me I do agree that excuse me this may have been something that they had finished and was Mm -hmm. like hey if we do something with this we want to run through it again we want to trim it down we want to go in like I'm pretty sure they was like we have this finished product but it's not actually finished up to our standards.
0: Disney's going to get their return on investment it's a business it's a business for Pixar too but I think when you're like independent or you're small or you're just operated by like some artist or whatever sometimes you make these artistic choices of like yeah i'd rather put out less movies that have a different level of quality to them than more movies and some of them don't hit and the brand the the, the brand name kind of goes down mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah um,
1: because like that luca was one i go this was not finished yeah like, luca was so rushed i was like right i was like i get it but it was like all the heart in luca was just absent
0: yeah like i'm sure if i looked at a list of their films before and after um you know uh mm-hmm. they did they work with like um what do you call it with um disney i'm sure at some point i'll be like oh okay i see where this is where the drop-off came but at the same time disney also has some hits under their belt from the same from these people too so like you know it's it's like um yeah so it's, it's not necessarily that it's like all been it's all been bad but Dude. people only count the bad ones you know because right. it's like big bad disney made them put out cars two or some shit and it's like yeah but they also made man got us that last toy story that was a beast
1: yes sir. maybe even the
0: last two possibly so like mm-hmm. i don't know anyway um let's uh, of- uh, oh, uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh what, one more thing and i'm and it's because we're talking mm-hmm not trying to be funny there was kind of no purpose for the stepdad like like you literally could have mm. did mom that brother and right. older you know and and child and just literally eliminate the stepdad or either just talked about her dating or something like if you wanted to kind of mm. insinuate that there was someone else in her life mm. but he literally served no purpose and right. not trying to be funny yeah. it's almost like they gave him the role that they would have gave a woman
0: Mm, yeah I hear you on that Uh, so what would you score this thing
1: I would actually give it a 4 like I said I enjoyed it I enjoyed it a lot Uh, the little knocks against it aren't like major major to me Yeah, but you know like you say if they would have trimmed some things down and done done just a few things a little differently it would probably got a Mm 5 but I also do agree for the fact that we broke it up which is probably the biggest reason why my score is high because I really think if we would have seen this through the in this entire, the first time it would have dragged mm-hmm. and because the beginning was I remember that because I was like why did we stop It's like oh yeah because it was so slow moving right. you know so I do think if we would have seen this before I probably would have given it like a three mm-hmm. but because we had that break and I'm kind of seeing it with fresh eyes and I didn't have to rewatch the beginning again that's why I got a four
0: okay i'll give it a three and a half because i think it started slow and it's a little long for a pixar movie and it doesn't feel like pixar like pixar it's not like wally or you know right. some of the like goat pixar movies that i'll put up there uh you know um so you know coco you know mm-hmm. there's there's a bunch of them that i'm just like no, that shit, that was it you know um and, uh, it's, like I said, it's, I didn't feel like it was bad or anything. I just felt like it wasn't the five out of five Pixar quality that we normally get. Agreed. Um, but like I said, I still enjoyed it. Uh, we got one comment for a movie review 451 Transformers Rise of the Beast. Sandler Agony says, for what it's worth, I appreciate the use of licensed music here more than I did in air. Rise spreads, spreads it out and uses it better yeah i was wondering because uh, i think it was his comment about air um using that so much license music that it made me think like man i wonder if he's gonna like this but also i, I think part of this is i'm just biased to that kind of music the kind of music i heard is the music from my childhood and i think white people did feel this all the time and i just be disconnected from it so when you hear there's so many movies where white people and award shows and stuff like that. And People that kind of listen to that mainstream. Yeah, and they white rave music. around. I was like, well, I don't yeah. have that connection. They're like, the, so the music was so good. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, alright, if you say so. All
1: right, that's how I feel if you say so.
0: You know, uh, the film itself is a fun popcorn flick and feels the most like a Transformers film for the first time since the very first film. I legitimately like the live action version of these. Sorry, Bumblebee just wasn't for me. Action beats are good. The plot isn't this try hard, overzealous bullshit of the bay day uh, which, to be fair to Bumblebee, its narrative was easy to get into. I pretty much liked everyone here. It did drag when the film got heavy into the explosion beats, when the Manimals, oh, I mean Maximals, uh, Autobots have to get the MacGuffin, so I was starting to lose interest, but the third act was nice. Rise of the Beast is rock solid, just like Optimus Primal's Pex. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, this is a lot of stuff with the Transformers that uh i don't know it's just one of those things where it's like they clearly don't care about certain stuff making sense right and so i i refuse to like hold it against the film because i don't because i have i i want to be frank about having a good time watching these big ass robots Mm -hmm. fight but i also don't want to have people thinking like i think these are like solid Well written, well executed films because it's like they to me they aren't. I feel
1: like I feel about Transformers the way I feel about Fast and Furious.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, I will say I I I think Bumblebee. I, I get Bumblebee wasn't for you, but Bumblebee was an actual good film. That they managed to pluck out of this shit, like yes, the, I I stand up for Bumblebee in that I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was well done. Um, I thought the story with the humans was actually good and made you kind of care about the characters yeah,
1: compared to the past ones. Yeah, yeah, and
0: so like I legitimately think Bumblebee is a good film. I don't know that I would call any other Transformers film a good film in in that type of way, you know, because yeah this shit just gets ridiculous at some point and so yeah it is fast and furious for me but it's like how there are some fast and furious films where I'm like no that was actually good like, I don't know how they did it either. But out of the ten fucking films, a couple of them actually turned out to be films that I'm like, that made a lot of sense. Right. I was involved. It, it, I, you know, I, I found the relationships compelling, blah, blah, blah. And it does, you know, and it does just fast and furious nonsense around the rest of it, so. Mm-hmm. Alright, that's it, man. Thanks for listening and we'll be back with another sport review soon. Um, I, I just watched a movie on Netflix that uh, I'll probably be doing a review solo review for soon. So, thank you for listening, everybody. Peace.
1: Peace.